There's a lot of room in this mouth. For for two, maybe. But it's I'm shaped. Just saying, it looks. You know like what? It. There's room for two, but it's shaped for one. <laughs> it just can be big. Well, oh. I don't know. It can accommodate. If they have two half circles, it can fit. But it's like it's like you know when you're a kid and you have like the blocks and you're trying yes. to put them in the holes, the proper hole. Yeah, this is a circle shape, not a figure eight. There's room <laughs> for one. <laughs> the Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. Hola. Oh. We are back. Multicultural. Multicultural. That's what we're doing. Hola today. I know. Listen, Hola. it's the Martini Lounge with your favorite. Hosts. That's right. We're, oh, who's the favorite host? Hosts. Oh, thank you. Okay, There's an go. S okay. in there. I didn't hear the S. With I was your like, favorite oh, host. Excuse me. You're Jonathan the favorite host. And I don't think Sergey. So. I don't think you'd They're be the, the best. favorite. We're both favorites. <laughs> We're both Jonathan the best. and Sergey. And you wait all the time. You wait for this. True. Listen. I imagine people lesson. can't sleep at night. I know, on right? Thursday because they're the anticipation's so It's high. like they're they're five years old and it's Christmas. Oh. When is it? When does it come out? You get when does Christmas it come out? every Friday. For real. Well, I have to say thank you to everybody who went kind of crazy over last week's show, um, which was of course Rizwan Manji. Ah, Rizwan. Uh, got so much good feedback on that one. People that really enjoyed show. that. He was fun. And he's super fun. Yeah, and he, uh, wow, inspiration. Uh, oh out my of god, nowhere, that he came. was funny and profound. Yes, he was, he was profound. profound. I know he had deep thoughts about I everything. Know. If you didn't listen, to it, you should really quickly go back and listen to it, and then check listen it to out. This one. Listen, I, I was on a bus to Wenatchee, which is like three and a half. Oh, yeah. You're on the bus four hours from here. And so I listened to podcasts, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can do the same. Okay, so let's rewind back to yeah. you were on a bus I for was. three hours to Wenatchee because yeah. there's a story here probably. Uh, you went, <laughs> First of all, you went to visit your family. I did. For I, the weekend. Yeah. Yes, I haven't seen them in a year. Uh-huh. Listen, ba- I am a bad child because I didn't even realize <laughs> This is how horrible I am. I'm going to share it with y'all because yeah, we're drinking. Please. So, um, <laughs> I didn't realize it had been over a year since I'd seen them until I met my niece, who I haven't met since she was born. Yeah. And she's a year old. Oh, <laughs> and my God. I was God. like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. Wow. That is. So, no wonder my mom was super unhappy. But yes. she, I introduced my mother. But they live mother. in a different part of the state. Yeah. So and it's not always sense. easy. And yeah. if anybody knows anything about my car, that's not a reliable mm-hmm. form of transportation. No, not at all. <laughs> But, so, um, mm. I introduced my mother to Snapchat, <laughs> which was hysterical. She got the biggest People love kick. Snapchat. Yeah. My, so, me and my brother did a video, you know, where you can do the voice changes. And my, yeah. I've never seen my mom laugh that hard, ever. Ever seen her laugh. My brother said afterwards, I don't think I've seen her that happy in years. I'm like, first of all, sad. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I'm glad that me and the snap could do that for her. You and the snap. That sounds snap. like a disease. It, uh, you and the snap. Me and the snap. Mm, me and the snap no, came over and did that for you. <laughs> it grows. Uh, you made it, you made it dirty. <laughs> you made it awful. Me and my snap. Also, that. my nieces and nephews do <laughs> are not allowed social stuff like they can't get on facebook they don't have facebook that might be smart they don't have phones i I think it's i mean they're very well uh adjusted adjusted and i love them to that they're amazing Mm -hmm. but i was allowed to let them like do selfies with them and be on snap and do things yeah, they had so much fun, the and I got to be the are so yeah, fucking fun. I got to be the cool yeah. uncle, which yeah, right. I love. Right, being the cool, they were so excited that yeah. Uncle Jonathan had, had come over. So yeah, 
super fun. Oh, and yeah. then you stayed home and watched my dog. I did. And, went, was and went snowboarding. And went snowboarding. Yes. Yeah, I went snowboarding uh, with my boyf. Yeah. Um, who, yeah do, we, do we need to mm-hmm, say that? Mm-hmm. Your yep, boyf. The boyf. That doesn't boyf. sound right. That doesn't um, uh, yeah, you did because he's never SL. been. No, he's never yeah. been. So no. we went out, um, and he surprisingly—well, actually, not surprisingly—but he was a quick learner. Yeah, um, and he loved it. Yeah, so. he's athletic like you are. Yeah, I know, but you know, he tells me the whole way up. He's like, you know, maybe we should just go tubing. Or I didn't like skateboarding, so I don't know if I'd be good at this. I'm like, girl, shut the your t- mouth. First of all, We're totally do different. This. Yeah, totally, totally different. different. I told him, I was like, I hate skateboarding. Yeah. Not the same at all. No. This is so much fun. And yeah. so he loved it. Now he's begging for more. Damn. Um, He can't wait to, to go again. It's nice that he has something else to beg for more. For. Okay. Like, <laughs> calm down now. Listen, I had to. Uh, I had to do that. <laughs> it was it laid right out up. there. But yeah. Perfect. So. And it was a yeah, good day. Yeah, I think that's so too. cool. Oh, nice. And it was warm and you're in snow. I know. It was super Which confusing. Is Typically a bad thing, but right. that day it wasn't melty well, warm. Just, it was just warm enough. Just before we had had a couple yeah. of days of really wet powder, yes. like just fall from the sky. It was really good. I love that you use the word powder. Thank well, you for that. Well, it's a true thing. It Listen, I may thing. not do the skiing and the snowboarding, <laughs> but I know the lingo. I don't do the ski. I don't do that. <laughs> but I know the words for I, it. Yes. That's true. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I want to know uh, how was the bus, I Jonathan? Wanna, mm-hmm. The bus, the Greyhound mm-hmm. bus. Listen, listen. Um, on the I way back say and over. That that it's proof that I love my family. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's just this, listen. It's a great form of transportation. There does tend listen. to be a special human being sure. that rides it, and I don't want to know them. No. <laughs> Um, it's like Walmart on wheels. It is. It's the same. Like, they like, just oh came my from Walmart, God. came back, got yes. on the bus, and went to Wenatchee. Yeah, and can I tell you? Yeah. So on the way to Wenatchee, it was typical okay, but on sure. the way back, that bus has come from Seattle oh. to go to Spokane. So there's a lot oh, of people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want to say that uh, there was a blind gentleman on <laughs> on the bus, but I think he was new at being blind right? <laughs> because he didn't mm. know how to to do the things yeah. that you do, like your cane and make sure. So he had a helper, which is super cool. Which is great. This woman, and I thought, oh, she's traveling with him. Right. Nope, because there was a bus stop. And she's like, okay, I'm off. So listen, I put all your stuff here. You have a good, it was nice to meet you. And I'm like, what? Wow. Where is he going? Wow. Like, how does he do it? Because you know something about buses? The yeah. Bus drivers don't give a don't shit. Don't give a fuck if they're blind <laughs> like, or not. No, because they, they don't, yeah. they are not happy people. No. And they don't want you. Exactly. Don't, don't talk to them. Leave yeah. them alone. Get the fuck off the bus when there's yep. a break and get the fuck back on. Or they tell you all the time, we will leave you. Wow. Okay. They're intense. Got it. Wow. If you, and if it, sometimes they're like, if you go into that store yeah. and get food, yeah. you better make sure it's done by whatever time. Because you can't Or eat we're bus? leaving. No, because if you takes what? too long and you, you didn't get out there, the, he don't what? give a fuck who you are. Wow. He doesn't care if the bland guy got lost. He doesn't care. He's leaving your ass. That is. Oh, it's intense. Good service yeah. is what I call that. <laughs> wow. But what, I did. What, what's funny is that the driver, the bus driver, has probably a garbage can overfilled with Twinkie wrappers. Oh, we for all know real. that. For real. I know, right? Cheetos no. and shit. Well, and the bus going to Wenatchee yeah. broke down. Oh. So, and I knew it the minute we get on the freeway in Spokane, yeah. where I actually got on the bus, the bus is chugging. Uh-uh. Like, and I'm like, oh, uh-uh. that, that first hill? I probably. can't believe that yeah. that's how this should feel. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> would I do it again to see my family? Yes. Yeah. Do I want to do it that way? No. no. 
No. What I basically did was quickly text my friend Joel in Spokane, who has family in, in Wenatchee. Wenatchee. Right, <laughs> and I right. was like, hey, so how often do you go home? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think I'll let you right there. Because also, I had a great time with my family. Mm-hmm. And you forget. I mean, you mm-hmm. love your family. Our lives get super busy. Oh, totally. Our lives specifically mm-hmm. get insanely busy. All the time. And because everybody knows we're on that road to L.A., mm-hmm. it, it's even more crazy than usual. Right. So... Uh, yeah, I so I want to go see them it's once important. a month at least. Yeah, get to visit them, build those last bonds. Can we can we just say listen, everybody out in listener land's gonna gonna relate. listener land. But can I say this? Oh, my mother. Okay, my mother. Yeah, what about her? So excited she's to a, see she's me. A joy. So oh, I love her. So well, yeah. yeah. So excited to see me, and she's like, um, <laughs> where's my Sergey? I'm like, that's right. First of all, you're serious. What are we talking about? Right. And I'm like, Mom, you, I'm your son, and <laughs> we live together. He, we're just friends, so he doesn't always come home with me. Oh, I, did he have something better to do than to come see me? <laughs> okay, well, don't uh, you guilt him directly. Yeah, uh, you don't have to guilt me here's for his him. Number, call him. She was him super way. disappointed. She didn't see her, Sergey. And she talked about Sergei. it the whole Love time. It. And then the other thing is, so she said something to you, and I'm, I'm the middleman, so I'm sending you messages yeah. from my yeah. mother right and then she, <laughs> then she, you're like don't tell her she wouldn't approve but i'm gonna go uh drink and dance yeah i think so i told right. her yeah hoping she hoping, would be disappointed hoping that she yeah. would be like okay you're my my own flesh and blood is my favorite again right right but no nope. she thought that was super funny great yeah because you said tell her i'm like crocheting doilies yeah she just thought that Sergey is the most hilarious uh, person in the world. I'm like, oh, she's not gross. wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Even she even got my little nephew, my five year old so nephew funny. Elam, to, yeah. to send you a video to say, yes. "Hi, Sergey. My name is Elam." Yes, yeah, yes. He was. I super saw about that, that video on Snapchat. Yeah. It it's crazy. gross. It's gross. gross. Your family, my is mother, loving and accepting of. I of, by of next week, Sergei. I I expect to see my mother with a Snapchat account. Yes. But she won't snap me. I no. won't hear about it until she has snapped you, and you're like, "Oh, did you know your mom?" I know. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I had like, no idea. Your mom snaps me all the time. <laughs> she snapped me a roast right. beef the other day. <laughs> like she's making pie she rolls. What? She's just giving what? me, no. you know. My mom tests. was awesome. It was great to yeah. see everybody. Good. You good, had a great good. time. Yeah. While you were home, so it was a. Yeah, it was a, good, it was a good weekend. It was the. The not memorial. Oh my gosh, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King Jr. Weekend. That um, is important. I know it is important, right. and we typically we put up a wonderful post. It was be- yes. we were so beautiful. I mean, of course. Um, but when I wasn't know. here to be at the march because I was in Wenatchee. People kept uh, right. texting me. I'm like, I'm, I'm not yeah, there. Sorry, I'm with sorry. my mom. Yeah, and I I am sort of somewhat seeing someone who is an African American man. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is it my responsibility now? Yeah, right. Is it my, how does this work? Right. I'm super bad at this. You so might, yeah, yeah. You might have to do that. Listen, I'm just going to date around. That's what I, I'm going to do. That's exactly right. Look at you. No. Look at you. That's what I'm doing. Um, in my news is the fact that I'm no longer eating, period. Um, that is what it feels like this right now. It's very dangerous. Because, well, so um, I'm very, you know, uh, let's let's make my health healthy choices, right? It is. That's what you, I do. You have a goal. Yeah, exactly. And so I, all of fall, I was doing what we call gaining in the bodybuilder Which world. Which I appreciated that. <laughs> Right, so, I appreciated that part of your journey. Yeah, because I eat whatever the fuck yeah, I want. Yeah, we got I have some to good make food. sure, yeah, good food. I have to make sure I get enough protein. But then I'm going and working out. Well, now all of that 
fun and dandy has to come down because now I do what I love to call cutting. Yes. Um, more like a, a bitch. Yes. Is what it's called. First of all, because I get grumpy. Second round. Second you did round. this last year. I did. I remember. I'll it. probably do it for a few more years just to get that perfect. You know. I remember where, where this. I listen, yeah. So, anyways, listen, uh, bitch. It's dangerous for the rest of us. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Currently, mood is um, give me a horse to eat. I will cook for real? it all and ask for You seconds. are super hungry I'm right super now. Super hungry. Yeah. All the time. Uh, and also kind of whiny. And we're only on day three. We're <laughs> just, <laughs> That's the I worst part. I just want to say that. I know. When Listen. I tell people, they're like, oh my God, yeah. has it been like a month? Mm, yeah. No. Yeah, no. It's the, the, the first And for everyone days. listening, you'll probably hear it as we move forward because he gets grumpy. All right. As he, you get into this, you get super I, grumpy. I know, I know how to fake it. <laughs> do you? Okay. Yes. I know how to do it on air. Girl, for what? For 45 minutes of my day, I can do it. Right. I know, I but I am with you. I the can other have a part Snickers. of it. We live in the same fucking house. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, no. no. I, I'm seriously, like, your your boyfriend needs, like, maybe witness relocation. Yeah. Uh, maybe some training oh, while this is happening. I, I do not think he's actually prepared. I don't think he is I know either. he says he is, but he doesn't remember. No. He doesn't know. No, but you know what? He's going to be there anyway. Well, he likes the benefits. My S.O. Yeah, that's right. That's what I told him. I was like, listen. Oh, yeah. You're going to get the benefits of a great bod. Mm -hmm. There, yeah. True. You're going to be Zac Efron. Well, we'll see. But. Well, you're heading there. I hope so. Do you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? Not cutting. (gasps) I know. You know? But you are going to the gym. But I'm super, yes. And I'm super respectful of your... Mm-hmm. So I support you in that. And then when you're not home, I eat what I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good. Love. But no, I tell you, I'm a good cheerleader. Yes. But I am, yes, I'm going to the yeah. gym. I'm just not doing this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I would yeah. kill people. Oh, no, like, it's, I have bad. No it's bad. And it's the thing is, it's like, it's not even just a diet where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to oh, eat healthy. No, blah, blah, blah. no, it's very much like you get like 50 carbs a day, period. Yeah. And then like 3,000 protein, yes. grams of protein I a day. Know. It's First lot. of all, if you ever pay attention to carbs or whatever, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to get just 50. Yeah. Some, I mean, it's a, it's basically in, in a meal, 45 yeah. is considered healthy. Yes. Most of us have One more than meal. that. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to just do. It's like lean, yeah. it's like lean chicken and freaking cottage cheese all yeah. day. Yeah. Thank goodness you do make a good tasting chicken. Yeah. I, that's right. I've learned. Yeah. I've learned to cook a chicken yeah. very well. But can I tell you that mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to like. Four or five months from now, when we oh, get to I go know. back, because well, I'm still stuck with you for like another year, bitch. I know. We are still in the same house. True. True. So listen, Sally. if everybody's like, "Why has the Martini Lounge not been on for I, a few weeks?" <laughs> track us down in LA, and Cole and I will be like in the cellar somewhere, shaking and huddled up. <laughs> oh no! I'm like banging on pipes. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm hungry. Where are you? <laughs> Daddy's <Listen>. gotta eat. <laughs> oh. I love it. No, it's Super fine. fine. Um, I have every other weekend, remember. You my, do, and I think that's My beautiful. one day to refuel. Yes, and I love that you give it a good positive spin. That's right. Refuel. It's a refuel. And it one, is. It's not even a cheat day. It's a refuel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't give them a connotation of Yeah, crap. thank that's you. That's a really exactly. good thing. Yeah, so I'm just going to take that and probably eat so all day. So listen. Go to a buffet or something. What's Hello. Ugh, What's right. good about this is, first of all, that's a goal that you have. For, and you've been on this path for like two years now. Yes. And you're really super good at it. Which is incredible for and me. And so wow. our guest today yes. is our good friend. Mm-hmm. We I love this man. He is the best. Uh, Damon L. Jacobs. We yes. Used to call him doctor. You've heard him before. Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a real doctor. Yeah, doctor. He's, he's a sex doctor. Sex doctor. Not a real doctor. But anyways, we've known him forever. Of course, mm-hmm. he's been on the show for like 
three years now. Yeah. Wow. You're right, though. Yeah, wow. I know. Isn't that great? Oh and he's gosh. the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, super smart, too. Great advice. And so we, we're going to talk to him about mm-hmm. what it's like to have resolutions for the new year. Right. Or goals. Right. Uh, for your life and then how you can mm-hmm. do it. So we're going to talk to him about it. Obviously, we have goals. Yes. We have huge, Always. lofty goals. We yeah. have personal goals. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk to him about that and what, what that's mm-hmm. like. And do you typically do the New Year's goal? Me? I don't know. I always have goals. I just have so many goals just going See, on anyways that I'm I like, I, I don't need a day I, to do it. Yes. I just do it. That's exactly what I right. think. I'm right. like, I'm just goal oriented. Yeah. And I think if you just put a finite like expiration date exactly. on it, I just think that's whatever. So yeah. listen, you do yeah. what you want out there. But yeah. for me, it doesn't work. Right, right, exactly. And if it works for you, great. But yeah, I mean, go. let's be honest. I Most we see people. it. We see it at the gyms. <laughs> Can we, we be honest? That? I've been at mm-hmm. the gym I go mm-hmm. to for a few years now, and yeah. I hate Every January. January. Yep. But I, and I feel so much better in February. Because I know. Everybody stops. It just peters out a they, little like, bit. They like take yeah. over. Yes. And then they're gone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they're done. Like there's no parking in the mm-hmm. parking lot, and yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, ugh. Sometimes <laughs> I wish. I wish for January. I just take yeah. my break. Yeah, no yeah. gym for a Listen, whole month because how, yeah. I need to wait it out. Well, can I tell you how it's really easy at my gym how to spot the ones that aren't going to make it? Because in the parking lot yeah. of my gym is uh, Carl's Jr. Oh, so, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, it's That's Jack funny. in the Box. Yeah. yeah. Listen, because you can see him, they, they leave the workout and there then they go. go through the drive thru. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're not going to make it. Hey, yeah. they worked it out. They might as they well did, refuel, right? right? Mm-hmm. No, it's funny. I'm just maintaining. <laughs> I know. I don't, right. I don't know why. I'm same, same shape, and I work out <laughs> so much. It's so funny. It can't People, be the bucket me. of fries. I know. That <laughs> yeah, can I get right. five of those? I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really, say to people. Yes. Backwards, yeah. like, um, before we get to Damon, yeah. you know what? Okay. Um, so we have been doing the Martini Lounge for a whole oh year Oh, my now. God. This, this is, is episode 52. 52. It's oh, our, my God. It's our anniversary. That's so exciting because, first of all, it feels, like, it feels like we've been doing the Martini Lounge forever. We've been yeah. doing radio forever. But exactly. Martini yeah. Lounge forever. Because, and it's been going so well. So great. Yeah. You're and right. It's, it's a passion of ours. It's so fun. <gasps> Last we've, year. We've had some good, good, good guests. We were in your, you were living in an apartment. That's we right. would record in your apartment. That's right. That's so And crazy. now we have an office space to do it in. How it, weird. It's in our house, when but it's an office it, space. We have a computer. Yeah. We have, I mean, the whole everything. Thing. Yeah, and we have to set up and tear down so and blah, blah, blah. Looking back wow. 52 shows ago, yeah. what did you expect and did you expect where we are today? Um. Yes and no. I mean, I, my expectations were just, you know, we're going to have a good solid show. Yeah. Kind of what the radio show was where we right? had good interviews, good yeah. conversations, you know. That kind of thing. But, I, I mean, I never expected to be in this space, obviously. Oh, right. No. But it's grown so much faster yeah. than I think either of us expected. I don't know if we, we anticipated L.A. Mm-hmm. to be a decision yes, we made so very soon. That's true. Very you know true. what I mean? But because of everybody listening and all the, all the, the great interviews and, and all yeah. the growth we've had over this yeah. time, it, like, kind of just happened. And I didn't right. expect that. I always – I love what we do. So I always knew we would have a really solid show, like mm. you said, but right. I just never, Yeah, it would have never crossed my right. mind that we're like, oh, it's going so well, let's go to LA. You That's know what I mean? Thi- well, yeah. what's crazy to me is to think about the two-year mark, and then we will be down we'll be in, in LA. City of Angels, yeah. and there you go. And that, and people wow. are going to be coming to us I know, live because they can person. actually be in person in LA. I'm excited a lot for the in-person. Yeah, right, exactly. Me Not too. every, but... I'm so I want to see what the space looks like and 
what we listen. No, listen, people, a lot of time. hang in. I always say to everybody, a lot can happen in one year. Yeah, absolutely. More than you can even imagine. That's very true. So lots That's of good things. True. Lots of good things for all y'all out there. Mm-hmm. Lots of good things coming from the boys. That's right. I know. I'm and excited. lots of good things coming in this interview with Damon. Damon. Your it's favorite, be fun. our favorite. Love it. And yeah. so this will be his first one of the new year. And of course, we'll He's have him back kick it off? a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Let's, then let's just talk to Damon. Let's do it. As you all know, this is the one-year anniversary for the Martini Lounge, 52 episodes. That's right. Um, So we thought, what a better way to celebrate than to bring on our favorite and your favorite, Damon L. Jacobs, to the conversation. Um, And we'll chat to him about the new year, what that means. Goals. Goals, everything. I have a special question from a friend of mine who doesn't want to be named. Yeah, there we go. He told me I needed to ask. Yeah. Damon, Welcome. Boys, hey. how That's are awesome. you? Oh my goodness, I'm I am delightful. I'm so happy to hear your voices. Oh, and I loved seeing you a few months oh, ago. That was incredible. Hearing about yeah, just learning more about your dreams and and you know right. how you're going to be winning you know the Emmy in a year from now. True, <laughs> true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, you know what's funny, Damon, is I was actually talking to some people today because you were going to come on the show, and so we were like sharing the pictures from when you were in town, and it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so new fans for Damon. That's, that's what right. It was. <laughs> It was great. It was really great. How are you boys doing? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year. You know, we're doing good. We're definitely dealing with some weather over here, oh. as as I, I'm sure you guys are out in the East Coast as well. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's kind of... Listen, yeah. it stressed me out so bad on the way home. Well, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And we had, we had a branch fall um, in front of our house, too, almost, just before this, you know... Almost through our window. Almost so listen, through our window. Listen, it was It's great. <laughs> there's a little frayed nerves. I might yeah. have had half a bottle of wine. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Damon has seen me drink. He knows. Yeah, yeah that's you right. Know. That's right. So here we are. Here we are, and despite the weather, and despite everything else going on in the world, we're alive, and we, and we have voices, and mm-hmm. we have thoughts, and mm-hmm. we have feelings, and I think there's a lot to celebrate right there. There is a ton to celebrate. Yes. I actually have a question yes. for you as someone who, you know, is a therapist. So I've had this, this uh, question to me many times over the last, like, week, which is asking what my opinion is of doing resolutions. You know, and mm-hmm. you coming from a, you know, a therapist background, I thought, you know, I'm going to toss that your way. And I know, I mean, I would love to know what you think about, like, making a New Year's resolution in the beginning of a new year. Okay, well, I am not a fan of New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. what does that even mean? I right, mean, these right. numbers, these, they, it, they're specific to a specific religion mm-hmm. and a specific way of counting. And those are just not things that, for me, particularly resonate. But if they do resonate with somebody, and if people are like, can really mentally and, and emotionally, passionately get behind this idea of January first making some sort of difference in their life, then they, you know, do what you got to use what you use what you got to use, do what you're gonna do. And if that's right. something that matters to you, that's great. You know what I prefer to do is that if I'm, what I prefer is like any day you want to make a change, just go ahead and make a change. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't yes. talk about it, just do it. Yeah. Yes. But the other thing that I like to do is on my birthday every year is sort of do that kind of evaluation and think about, okay, what's going well? 
um, what kind of projects would I like to do? What kind of projects might I be afraid to do that I might want to do anyway? And I just kind of use my birthday every year as, as a time for that sort of evaluation and action. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, you're right. There's a any day of the week really is a good day of the week to set a resolution or a goal or mm-hmm. something, you know, set something forward. But I like that idea of a birthday. I mean, it's kind of a new turning page for yourself. You're one year older. You kind of well, get to reflect yeah. on the whole, you know, what happened. And I've been telling what, tell- what I what when people ask my opinion, I always say I don't like the idea that that the the goal setting seems mm. to be regulated to one day. Right. Because I'm with both of you that I feel like it should be, it should not have boundaries like that. I love the thought that it can happen at any time. And I don't want us to put self-limitations because for some reason we're married to this New Year's resolution mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. I also love this. I'm all about an unexamined life is not worth living. I love this thought of taking stock of yourself and where you're at and, and doing all asking those questions. We, we just had our what we call a summit meeting that we do every year to look at where are we at as a show, where are we at as uh, a, a friends. And, and then we, we look at that and we move forward. And we do that all the time. It's exhausting, but we do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, look, every day is a gift. I mean, we're lucky to still be here. And I'm not saying specifically because of what happened in 2017. I'm just saying that I've learned that every day Mm. is a new day to make a change. And sometimes life gives us certain things where we have to make changes whether we want to or not. True. But when we are in a position to be proactive about it and look forward and say, you know what, there's some healthy things I'd like to do, um, you know, every day of your life is a day to do that. And it yes. doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't no. matter where you mm-hmm. are. You mm-hmm. can make that beginning any day. But yeah, exactly. this is why on birthdays, I, I generally tell people Happy New Year on their birthday. Versus oh, happy birthday. I love like, that. You yeah. know, this yeah. is your new year. It's your new year of life. That's actually, that's beautiful. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, that, that, I like that. I'm going to steal it. Do it. Is what, is what yeah. I'm going to do. But you have to quote Damon every time you do it. Oh, I do. Courtesy I always Damon quote L. Damon Jacobs. every time. I right. was quoting Damon books today. Listen, <laughs> I'm all about Damon cheerleading. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Damon, I have a question. So, I mean, say someone decides, you know, not on New Year's whenever they, you know, pick to, to make a change in their life. A lot of the times what you'll see is, especially with the gym going thing, it's, oh, okay, God. two weeks, I'll go to the gym, and then week three, well, maybe I'll go every other day. By <laughs> the end of the month, you're only really yeah. thinking about going, and then uh, two months later, you're not even there. Yeah, what, yeah. what kind of tips and what, what do you recommend for people to follow through with their goals and you know what they want to change about their lives? Well, when it comes to the gym, I'm always very interested in knowing why people go to the gym. And it seems like if you get the reasons why, then you can see why there's a lot of consistency with that. Because if it's coming from a place of fear or a place of should or Mm -hmm. uh, something that's not authentic, you're going to see people generally be like, oh, I should go, but I don't go. And now I'm creating the guilt around that. Now that I feel guilty, I want to do it less. And it gets into this whole cycle of just like, yeah, like who wants to do something that feels bad most of the time? Right, right. right. But, but if someone is resolving to go to the gym, which anybody can do any day that they're still alive, mm. if they resolve to go to the gym because it's an internal reflection of love, of honor, of saying, you know what, this is something I can do that, that's healthy for my, my body, mind, spirit. And it's not the only thing, but it's one thing I can do 
to really enhance this experience of being alive and occupying this set of cells and capillaries and arteries for whatever mm-hmm. time I've got it, then um, that would be a loving thing to express. And there's no should around that. There's no right. like, you have to do it, you should do it, one day or two days. It's like, you do it, or you don't give yourself a lot of grief when you don't do it. And, you know, some people still get a lot of exercise by not going to the gym. I mean, you right. know, there's a lot of right. things that right. you can do to really exercise your body and be healthy, even if you're not working out at a gym. Madonna was talking, you know, I remember Madonna was really into, like, saying no to the gym in the 90s when she was all into yoga and oh, yeah. and spirituality and all that stuff. That was, you know, so I, I often say that I, I do work out. I do like the gym. I've been going very consistently for most of my life. And I say that the reasons I do that are for physical health, for mental health, mm-hmm. and for vanity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's yes. not always in that order. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Mine is definitely for the mental health. Yeah. For real, because I'm totally cool with how I am. But I want to, first of all, I want to be healthy and live. That's important. Mm-hmm. And you, so that's important to me. And but it's really good for your mental health. So good. you feel so good afterwards. Yeah. you really do. You know. Yes. <laughs> and and sometimes it's, and then you know what I remind people too is like even if you go to the gym and make a half-assed effort, it's still an ass. It's like half-assed <laughs> right. is better than no ass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is. Pro- I'm gonna get that on a T-shirt. Yeah. It's still an ass. Yeah. <laughs> Half an ass is still an ass. <laughs> it's true. Yes. But of, I yeah. I do have to admit I, I go to the gym. And I do have to admit, what is more annoying, I'll get up at 5.30 now to go to the gym because all of the New Year's resolution people, like, sure. crowd sure. on January in January. And I'm like, oh, I wish you the best, but could you hurry up? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, yeah. it gets real sometimes. Well, I so relate to that. And I know that every year, it's just like, if I can... I, I, See, this is like, even with the weather's bad or there's all these people at the gym, it's all practicing these ideas that we learn and set, right? Uh-huh. It's just a radical acceptance of what is. And that doesn't mean I like it. That just means I'm willing to show up and be present for it. Right. And I have to practice that in January at the gym. <laughs> because, yeah, there's like people who show up who don't know what they're doing, and they block the stairs, and they block the equipment. Oh, my God. And yeah. I just sort of go with this trust that it's like, you know what? I'm going to get what I need. My body's going to get what it needs. I will use the equipment that's available. If I can't use it today, I'll use it next time. Right. This, is a, this isn't about the, the, the race. This is about the process. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it's okay. I just have to trust that that's going to be okay. By February, they're going to be gone. Ex- right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sad but true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But true. <laughs> and listen, all I can yeah. say is I really enjoy the eye candy while it's there. Thank that's, you. It's I'm extra just saying. eye candy. Yeah, so Always. if I can't get on yeah. that... And on that machine, I'm just going to appreciate who's on that machine. I'll ride the tread. I'll, I'll ride the bike or jog on the treadmill while looking at beautiful ass. Exactly. Listen, it's all in perspective. That's all I have to True. say. Which, speaking of which, yep. so that's the thing you were t- you were mentioning earlier um, when we were talking about the New Year's resolutions and, and making these goals, um, that some of us may have maybe had a hard year. Maybe we had a hard, like, length of time. But what I have found fascinating is this uh, this new thing to my brain, which is the practice in perspective, the practice in finding a different way to look at maybe what I saw as very challenging, maybe what I saw as really drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can easily fall into despair, but finding a different way to look at it really is this amazing tool that I don't think uh, you know a great deal of people learn 
that the possibility of I'm reading a book about it right now, and uh, it's fascinating to me as a therapist, someone who is a professional at helping people. What, like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's brilliant, and that's I agree with you in what you're saying. That most of our emotional experience is based on our perception mm-hmm. of what happens when we look around the world and judge, or should, or criticize, or attack. Um, and and believe me, I'm no I'm no saint here. I'm not saying this hasn't been a challenging year for me. I I, I won't say it was 2017 was a bad year. For me. Right. In many years, it was the very best year of my life, but it's been, I have to say, it was more challenging in certain ways than I'm, than I'm used to. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there is a strain in that. However, we also know that where there's strain, there's opportunity for growth. Yes. And so I not only talk about changing my mind, but I actually have to practice that too. Otherwise, I could not be doing the kind of work I do. I would not be an effective therapist if I didn't practice what I talk about, if I didn't really absolutely be mindful of the shoulds that come up when I see the news or, or you know, which is like every day, um, the, the, some of the really scary things happening, but, change, but being willing to say, you know what, I'm judging this based on my perspective, and maybe my perspective is not completely accurate, or maybe I don't really know or understand everything that's happening, or the meaning behind everything that's happening. And I'm willing to say, I don't know, and I'm willing to kind of be more observant from a neutral standpoint. And when I say neutral, I don't mean do nothing. I don't mean stop being an activist. I don't mean stop talking or fighting. Yes. I just mean that for the mental health aspect, is saying that we want to be able to be willing to shift our perspective and our thoughts and our beliefs in order to increase the possibility for mental health serenity. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do that, if we're not willing to, to take that kind of responsibility for our lives, I think we've seen, we have a lot of, you know, we see what happens with that. Oh, you yeah. Know, right. it, it, it can really lead into a sinkhole of depression and anxiety and anger and drug abuse and some really, you know, difficult stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, and, and we are not the first people to talk about this. You no, know, not at all. People have been talking about changing your mind. This is kind of a lot of what Buddhism is, is incorporates is perception and awareness mm-hmm. leading to enlightenment and nirvana. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, right. And I love that it's, I, but it, what's so fascinating about that is there's still so many who find it uh, an epiphany, an enlightenment of some sort. Um, that they get there. One of the things I say, I have to, I know that I am an emotional based person. That's, I tend to, to lead from that. So therefore, and I also am a control freak, put the two together. And it means I know everything about myself and I never let anybody else, you know, in there. But what I've learned is my perspective is helped by allowing an outside person to say, well, this is my, this is what I see when I look at you. And then I kind of look at the whole thing together and it helps me to step outside of it's very easy to go down that whirlpool mm-hmm. and just be like this. Everything sucks. Everybody hates me. I'm gonna go eat worms. You know, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, it is that thing. Yeah. But it's this idea right. that okay, let's take a step, breathe, step outside of it, and look at the circumstances mm-hmm. again, and then find hope. And whether I choose hope because it's a new year or whatever, but now find hope in what can you do that will make you that makes you feel like you are making the changes you need to make. I think. You know, if this is the time of year that gives us the impetus to talk about it, I think that's amazing to talk about the perspective and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, get outside of yourself. 
Absolutely. And that, you know, I, I'm thinking about you guys as you're approaching some major life changes, and which are, are really exciting. Yes. But could really be, be scary. Yes. Very. You're going to have a million opportunities to, to do this, to really apply this, mm-hmm. to just be yeah. clear, like, okay, what is really happening at this moment in the present right. versus what am I judging about the past? What am I fearing about the future? And what's the story I'm telling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times when we're approaching major life changes, even if they're, they're really exciting and, and proactive and healthy, but it's so easy for our minds to sort of go into that loop of like, oh my God, this is going to happen, or this is going to happen, and it's not going to be good, or something wrong is going to happen. And, and I think this is like, you know, you have this opportunity to just sort of be in that place of observing your thoughts. Right. But then challenging them and saying, what's really true right now? Mm-hmm. What's objectively true? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thoughts and, versus and, feelings. Yeah, and yeah. it brings in something right. you've talked to us many, many times about uh, over the years on mm-hmm. the show, which is uh, what I find helps me when Sergey and I, there might have been a brief breakdown and panic attack like on January 2nd, because this is the year that all these happen. But is this idea that we're going to be intentional, like that right. that we are going to actually, you know, think about this and and put things in motion that make the intent clear mm-hmm. that kind of helps calm me right yeah right and, and of course the intention we're talking about for our listeners is the is the is big the, move to la is the la move. is the la move which um which is we, coming we, so we've been fast. talking about here in the last few weeks but yeah, yeah it's coming it's just around the corner um i'm excited but you're right there's so yeah. many things that um, you know, we kind of have to look at and just yeah. just make sure we're we're on top of it. So, what advice would you give to anybody really making a huge life decision, as like us relocating from the Northwest all the way down to LA? What do you say when people have a goal and it's a big goal mm-hmm. and they're going to do it? How do you? What would you tell them that keeps them kind of in kind of sane? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say first of all, because you both are intentional. And that's right. a wonderful thing. There's ways of making changes that are intentional and, and passive. And let me explain what I mean by that. So what most people do is say that when I change or when I move or if I get a different job or a different husband or a different car or whatever, once I do that, then I'm going to be happy. Once I make this right. change, then I'm going to feel good or then I'm going to feel attractive mm-hmm. or then I'm going to be right feel powerful or whatever. So yeah. it's just a lot of people making a lot of external changes. Sometimes those changes work out well. Sometimes they don't. But what we see is that if it's all about the outside in, if it's all about changing the outside to affect your inside, then even if you get what you want, you're still not going to feel very happy about it. Mm-hmm. And this is like classic celebrity drug addiction, Betty Ford story. It's like, People who wanted fame, they wanted power, they wanted money, and they got it. And yeah. then were shocked to find that they still felt just as miserable and depressed and, and self-loathing and, right. and looked in the yeah. mirror and said the same cruel things to themselves as they said before. Mm-hmm. And then used drugs and alcohol, et cetera, et cetera, to try to deal with it. But now, okay. Yep. Now, the choice that we have is to be intentional and think about what it means and what really is effective in the universal system is how we create from the inside out. And when I moved to New York in 2005, that was the first time I ever did this as an experiment to say, what if I did not use the environment or the external world to be the 100% determiner of how I feel every day? What if I begin by taking full responsibility 
for my emotional state of being and tried my best to cultivate love and peace and joy from the inside and then use the outside world, the job opportunities, the social relationships, the professional experiences to reflect that versus the other way around. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that 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 was, of course, a challenge. But when we're talking about being intentional with major life changes, this is where I think you guys have a great advantage because you're already doing a lot of this work. It's yeah. just really realizing at the beginning of every day, how can I experience joy? How can I experience love? Even if I'm not getting exactly what I want, even if I'm not seeing the people I want to see, right. when I do go outside, when I do go to a meeting, when I do go to an interview, when I do have an opportunity to do something, how do I carry that joy and that loving spirit with me? And to see what happens, when yeah. you do that, to see how life, like the things unfold in front of you, when you really carry those intentions. Yes. Right, right. I, I, I think that's, I mean, it, well, the thing I resonate so much with um, is that responsibility piece that you just said, where it's not, you know, you can't move to a different environment and expect everything around you to be so different and happy and blah, blah, blah. You know, all of a sudden you're in a golden world. And it's, it is that piece of, no, I am responsible and I have control and I have um, the power to change how I feel about things mm -hmm. without having to change my environment or re regardless of my environment. Right. And that's the thing. It's, you know, taking that responsibility doesn't always mean, um, you know, you're blaming yourself for it, but it means that you have that power to kind of make your own, you know, write your own story, choose your own adventure kind of thing. Oh, I so I like that. Movies. And yeah. Also, it's the old cliche that they've said, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah, right. You know, if you're trying to get away from yourself, mm -hmm. uh, changing <laughs> the scenery, you're going to find out you're, you're still you're with still you. There. you. Yeah. You didn't, you leave, didn't yourself leave yourself in behind. the old town. Yep. And listen, I spent a couple of decades doing that. Mm. But so it's true. Yeah, you have to. We said when we made the decision to move to L.A., one of the things we said to each other is we cannot move there just to change the scenery exactly. and, and be and, in the same and place hope again. for things exactly. to be great. We have to move there with intention. We have right. to, you know, because that, just because it's sunny doesn't change right. the right. work. Right. Doesn't change the work. Yeah. And speaking of sunny, here's a share quote that has always oh, said, that yes. carried me through. <laughs> um, this was like, in the, she had a behind the music special on VH1 in the late 90s. And, you know, she was really at the point of her, her career at that point where people were saying, you know, were you scared to do this? And she was like, no, I wasn't scared because, mm -hmm. you know, like, what's the worst that could happen? The right. worst that could happen is I would fail and right. I would fall flat on my face. And you know what? I've done that before. I have fallen flat on my face and I've gotten up. So I'm really not scared of that anymore. I've already done it. And I just thought, you know, wow, okay, there it is right mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. There's really nothing to fear here. Yeah. You know, you can't really, as long as you're doing something that you want to do and you're doing it intentionally, you cannot fail. Yeah, Things right. may not work out exactly how you want them to, but right. you won't fail if you're exactly. bringing that light and love and energy yes. to these exactly. experiences. Yes, people ask us all the time you know, why we're doing it now. I said, because I mean, if it's not now, it's tomorrow. And if, if we stay here, this is exactly how we're going to be. Mm -hmm. So I know how we are now. And the only way to get much is to risk much. You know, it's the only way forward. Mm -hmm. Works for us because we're big yeah. risk takers. Right. But, right. you know, <laughs> right. works very well. Yeah. Got to jump. Got to take the leap. So uh, another question is many people uh, have been talking to us. One of the things that comes up is, uh, oh, so we're making big changes in the new year. People tend to make big plans. And so a friend of ours uh, said to me recently, 
so he wanted to know, so what are you guys want, what is that you want? Not just the things, but what is it that you want to be in the new year? And he is trying some things that he's heard on our show that he's curious about, but he wanted to talk about, and so this is kind of where it ties into new goals, but he has been um, feeling kind of like his relationships, he needs to open. He wants to try this openness and he's talked to his partner, but what's stopping him is he's scared. He's afraid. He goes, so uh, Damon says it can work, but how do I know it can work? And I'm like, listen, I'll ask him for you, but I don't, <laughs> you I don't yeah. have his answer for right. you. Right. But so it's that, it's that fear. Like he's thought mm -hmm. about it a long time. He's laid the groundwork, but now it's that trepidation of, but what if it doesn't, what if you can't have a sustainable relationship that's mm -hmm. different than tradition? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, so, um, when he says, like, how is he defining open relationships? Like, so is it he, is, is committed he? together. This is what I was told. It is committed together, uh -huh. but they, they are allowed, because they're not always in the same city. So, But they are allowed to, you know, to have sex outside of that relationship. Okay, so he's asking, like, how do I know it's going to work? Yeah, how do, well, he's, he's like, how do I know the, our relationship can survive this? When, you know, because culturally, all the proof we've been allowed to see has to do with monogamy. And listen, it doesn't always work. We've seen how much the divorce rate has gone up. But you know how that's part of our cultural uh, heritage is just thinking that this is the only way. So he has been listening to these great shows. We always talk about, talk about sex positivity. We talk about the different types of relationships. It's not just one. But I think he's at the point where he's afraid. But what if I... What if we try this and it doesn't? How do I know? I think maybe he's looking for something that no one can get it, which is a guarantee. Right. I mean, you don't know. You don't know it's going to work out, and you don't know monogamy is going to work out. Right? No. And whatever word you use, you don't know if that's going to work either. And I also have a very different approach. Of course, this is going to shock you, but the way I <laughs> use language to describe relationships and different yeah. transitions of relationships might be different. Um, I, I had a partner, and, and I told you his name is Matt, and he, he, I was with him for seven years, yeah. and then we didn't continue in a, in a relationship as boyfriends, and, and we are still best friends today, and I'm officiating his wedding in May to somebody Aww. else. And, and so somebody says, you know, oh, I'm sorry the relationship didn't work out. I'm like, yes, it worked out. Yeah. That's how it worked out. Right. It worked out differently from what yeah. I planned, right. but it still worked out. Yeah. He's still a very important, loving, supportive force in my life. And, and that's how it works out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, how do we decide how something works out if we're judging it by those standards you mentioned, by those sort of oppressive, heteronormative, it should mm -hmm. be all or nothing, quantitative mm -hmm. ideas of what it means to be in a relationship, all or nothing. Yeah. And you either are or you aren't. There's no in between. It's just. You know, then I think you are setting yourself up for some failure there. Right. But that would be true no matter what, no matter who you're touching with your dick or your butt. Right. You, you know, that's, if you're setting yourself up for that experience, then you're kind of, if it's all or nothing, quite often it's going to fall to nothing. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. And, and, and but, it is this cultural, I mean, we're looking at a lot of cultural rules all over pop culture right now. Um, and all of our society of how what we have done to ourselves by making things so strict and and shameful, really shame based. Right. Yeah, and and you know the things that you can't. I mean, that I so I hope ideally that this person is communicating 
with his partner about what this looks like and really communicating about the specifics. Like, when we say sex, right. what do we mean by right. sex? Yes. Are we talking top? Are we talking bottom? Are we talking sleepovers? Are we talking right. condoms? Mm-hmm. Are we talking prep? Are we talking semen exchanges? Are we talking, uh, you know, breakfast the next day? Right. Are we talking about yeah. how many times? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then people also want to think about it. You can't really prepare for this, but mm-hmm. to at least talk about what might happen if one of you starts to have emotional or intensely emotional feelings for another person. Which, again, can happen in the context of a so-called monogamous relationship. This is not right. a specific open relationship. Right, But if you, if, if you can at least make room for the fact that, especially if you're open to dating and fucking other people, one or both of you might experience some infatuation at some point, mm-hmm. and just accept that, like, okay, that can be really hard, but that sometimes happens. Right. But the more proactive you can be about that, and the more you can kind of talk about what that might look like, Mm-hmm. the better, I think, chance you have of still remaining lovingly connected in some form or another, regardless of who's fucking who. Yeah. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, because number one, it comes down to communication. It really does. Yeah. So I, I, so for this listener, I do have to say, um, from my experience, I'm currently in an open relationship, and it hasn't been very long that we've been open uh, or, or back together. It was an ex that I got back together with, and I think this is you know, kind of the way that we're going to make it work because... Finally, it feels like we can create something instead of, you know, follow rules that we don't necessarily believe in. But it's it, there's there's this great feeling that comes with that open relationship that isn't defined by rules that you don't make yourself. You know, it's you have set every boundary that you feel comfortable with. And so you say, um, you yeah, know, I'm OK with having sex with other people, but maybe no, you know, no hikes afterwards. Or you set those rules and you say, this is what I want it to look like. And this is what I feel is most comfortable. And you communicate that. And it's it, at the end of it, it's kind of like you're painting a picture. And at the end of that, you look back and you're like, this, this kind of, this is really cool. This is going to work. So it, it honestly is a really rewarding experience. And that's what I would have to say to this listener. Try it out because if it doesn't work, you can always go back to monogamous. If you say, okay, it didn't work for two months. Great. Go back. That's fine. That's yeah. not for you. Yeah. And that's okay. And I, I love that. And, and I think about, you know, Sergey, just think about the complex relationships you have with so many people. In your right, life. right. There's someone you're seeing, then there's the people you work with, and there right. might be family. But we all have relations. We, we generally recognize that human beings are capable of an abundance of mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and affection for different people in one's life, um, regardless of whether we call it open or not. You know, we say that even if I'm in a relationship with someone, I still have my friends who I love to right. spend time with, and I still yeah. have my parents who I love to spend time with. And, yeah. You know, so that's all. That's all to me. Open. Mm-hmm. It may not be sexual, but it's open. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yet Every again, a different, a different yeah. perspective to look at it. There you that go. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, I love, I love Sergey. That the your life includes, you know, maybe after sex we don't go for a hike. I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever thought of that. <laughs> it's sex is unique to everyone, and that proves go. it because I, the thought of hiking after sex has never occurred to me, never. Oh boy. Unless it's the only way out of the cabin in the woods that I met the guy. There you That's go. That's it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, Damon, and as I we, think what's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're up. Go. I was going to say the one thing, too, that I always like to remind people with any kind of relationship or any time people are challenging or, or, or as Sergey articulated, creating mm-hmm. their boundaries, um, 
to figure out what's right for them is to keep in mind that it's quite possible and likely one or both of you will get your feelings hurt sometimes. And if or when that happens, it doesn't mean that anyone is bad or wrong. It doesn't mean you're doing open relationships wrong. It doesn't mean that the other person is wrong. And and I always want to prepare, because I think people sometimes get the wrong idea that, like, if we do this, if we try poly, if we try open, it's going to be fine, and we're going to figure things out, and, and we're all going to be, you know, fine. And and sometimes you're not fine. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means sometimes it's really a challenge. Right. You know, jealousy is a real thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And in any relationship, is a real yeah, thing. absolutely. In any relationship, right? Which and is so why exactly, it's that's what I mean. That's yeah. that's not specific yeah. to open, but sometimes right. in open relationships, we're more available totally. to have those experiences, and our buttons get pushed a little more, mm-hmm. which ultimately, I think, leads us to more growth. Right. Yes. Right. Learning how to deal with that, especially before it comes around to you know, the the dark side of jealousy. Yeah. 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 Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. And it's all about talking to each other. You yeah. have to talk. Sergey right. and Ari's relationship, he's known to tell me all the time, will you just tell me what, what's yeah, up? What the fuck is <laughs> yeah, happening? Right. Just tell me why you're talking weird. Yeah. But it's true. You have to communicate in, or, in right. order to get, you know, anywhere. I think that's the key to all to any relationship, mm-hmm. whether it be romantic, sexual, friendship, familial. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll list more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Damon, thanks for coming on and, and kind of chatting with us. Um, we're excited for the new year. We're excited for our new moves. And we're excited oh yeah. um, to kind of keep keep spreading the word about, you know, uh, uh, Damon L. Jacobs and what kind of relationships you can Heck have. Heck yeah. Have. It's because in some year right. in the future, there will be a new book. That's right. And it's a year. We know it's coming. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some year in the future. Right. And we're super excited. But until then, I'm, I'll be selling your books to people randomly. I love that. I love that. And 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 before we go, before yeah. we go, I have, I have one more quote for you. Oh, I love it. Okay, I'm yes. gonna tell, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it to you, and then you have to tell me who you think said it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, this is a fun game. The quote is: "I thank God for my failures. Maybe not at the time, but after some reflection, I never feel like a failure just because something I tried has failed." That's beautiful. I like that. Okay. okay. We'll we both guess. My, oh, okay. So first I'll guess and you guess, and then he can tell us if right. we're even right. close. Go I say it. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. I like that. Uh, I'm going to say Barack Obama. That sounds <gasps> like him. No. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> I love them both, but no, it's, it's Dolly. <laughs> it's it is Dolly. Dolly. Of course yes! it's Dolly. Yes! <laughs> because it beautiful. sounded like her good wisdom. Yeah. Good old Dolly's wisdom. Oh, Dolly. Also, it listen, is. I need to fly to Manhattan because, listen, we just recently... <laughs> We just recently saw the previews to the new Mamma Mia, and we uh, saw we saw Cher stop. step off that helicopter. Did you see it? Did you see the preview with her? Oh, I haven't seen the preview. Ooh. Is it out? Yes. Oh my god! Yes. I see the trailer. Listen, we were all at the movie theater, and the gay gasp went up from our role because the minute we saw her, I mean, the, I, how can you not? Yeah. Be to- yeah. So, right. and I thought of you because I knew you would appreciate it as much as we did. So, get ready. Wow. Yes. I am so looking forward to oh, it. Wow. But can I tell you, this is what's fun. You know, because she, we all know what role she plays, but all of a sudden you hear someone say grandma, and then this this amazing angel from heaven come off, and you're like, grandma? Yeah. But yeah, hey, I, listen. may I look that good when I'm a grandpa. That's what there I'm saying. Go. Oh, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Share status. Yes. Damon, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. Always. And thanks for kicking off. We we have exactly a year of shows as of right now. Yeah. And this you is, helped This is the yearly it. show. Season two, baby. I'm, Season two. Here we go. I'm very grateful you let me be part of this. And, and I'm so excited about just watching and being part of your endeavors this year and the following years. I, it's, I, I feel very good about all this. Oh, and we're so excited. We're going to see each other a lot more in the future. And hey, for all three of us, sky's the limit. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. Yes. So all our love to you. It's kind of a a smoggy sky in L.A., but that's okay. Yes, it is. (laughs) But you know, we'll just rise above the smog. Exactly. And it'll be fine. You're right. Because right now, I'll trade it for the snow that's outside my door. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Damon, we wish you all the best this year. Have an amazing night. You too. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Bye. And of course, that was the amazing, the, the incomparable. One yes, the one and only. Damon L. Jacobs mm. talking to a lot of people this uh, the last week about him. Yeah. Lots of people who have discovered him because more people are discovering our show, which we appreciate. Good. And yes. a lot of people who, you know, we mention him. Yeah. And so they're curious. Right. And right. the more we have become more... I mean, we've always been pretty open, but the more open right. we've become about right. things, the more people are are fascinated. Are interested and by it, yeah. Well, I and I I love that his show is always about it, looking inwards. Yeah, looking inwards and kind of uh, changing it up a bit. Right. You know? It's about who am I touching oh, with my butt? That's right, I mean, with my dick, with my butt. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I have butt. A, I have a few I want to touch <laughs> with my butt. It's true. Just with your butt. I admit. Well, with all of the... <laughs> with, uh, with all your body. With all the body. All the body. But that was hilarious what he said. I love uh, that. Also, I, I just couldn't stop. Sm- yeah. You were like, what the fuck are you smiling, smiling know, yeah. about? You kept looking at me. And it was, I just love that for you. It was natural for you. But it's just like, <laughs> you know, maybe it means after sex we don't go for a hike. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, kind of, what? Uh, never, yeah, never crossed my listen, mind. I'm like, for listen. me, maybe... <laughs> We don't stay in bed, and you have to go. That's right. the that's because that's really my option. So I'm funny. either there or I'm not. Yeah, I, uh, different worlds. Yes, right? yes. Different, I different, loved it though. It was different. so specific and absolutely <laughs> perfect for uh, you. Yep, yep. Maybe we make, don't go for did, a hike. It did cry. It did crack me up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just saying. I can't. I can't tell you how many times that conversation has been had. So, I right. <laughs> also, super excited. We are yeah. in. I love saying now. Mm-hmm. Season two. We are. I know. Fuck. Hey, we had a hey, whole season it's one. our no, season birthday. Two. So it happy birthday. New Year to yes. us. It's a new I love year it. for the Martini Lounge. I know. I'm super excited. That's great. So just mm-hmm. keep listening because it just keeps getting better. better we have better. some amazing guests this year. Sure And do. you know when we hit LA. Ugh. It's going to get gonna crazy. Get, mm-hmm. it's You're going to hear some cool things. And yeah. you'll start hearing people uh, on the mic, not yes. on the phone. So you'll see selfies with us and the celebrity we're talking to. Yeah, in exactly. Person. And um, they'll yeah. have to sit um, across the room from Jonathan because of inappropriate depending, touching. Listen, depending on who they are, so, this is not a you know, this is not a lie. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll listen. have to strap you down in a chair. <laughs> we're gonna have to bring our our good friend Paolo and Dino. Ooh. but I'll be molesting him the whole time. I mean, sorry, Paolo, but he knows this. So you know, listen, <laughs> you, uh, you have to sign the you have to sign the disclosure may, on the way in. May, I understand that Jonathan. Jonathan uh, is in love with me and is going to flirt with me this whole time. Okay, there you go. Flirt. Maybe, maybe the molesting joke flirt is not a good one yet. with current happenings I was in say, Hollywood. But that still, might you can just flirt with them. That's okay. That's yes. okay. You can flirt Listen, with them. Listen, the difference is I respect. Your sins have been washed. I, I pardon re- you. Yes, I respect their boundaries. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if they don't, you know, if they want to hook up and have, then I'm fine. <laughs> then it's fine. It just two, has to be consensual. Two adults. That's all. Two adults. Anyways, all right. it's going to be a lot of fun this year. We're super excited to move uh-huh. forward. But until next time.
Uh, bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. Jonathan and Sergey. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.